0: It took decades for South Africa to have the constitution it has today. The least we can do is take a few seconds to understand it. Section 29 of the Bill of Rights states that everyone has the right to a basic education, including including adult adult basic basic education, which the state, through reasonable measures, must make progressively available and accessible. SAFM. We can't put a price on our constitution. But we can remind you about its infinite, infinite worth. And that's what makes us South Africa's news and information leader. Now, Lady Muleo on SAFM.
1: All right, so it's the talk shop on SAFM. Uh, taking your SMSs on 34701, we celebrate the anniversary of the first democratic elections in 1994. And we look at active citizenry and the role that you and I should be playing in acknowledging our individual responsibility. Uh, of upholding our freedom so give me a call if you want to contribute to that to this discussion 0891 104207 I'm joined on the line by Tsepo Mabuya Tsepo has over 5 years of experience in youth development community development, entrepreneurship public speaking, project management and organisational consulting as well he is a, 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 a part of the Activate Youth uh, Change Drivers organisation and also a member of the Black Management Forum Tsepo well, good evening.
2: Good evening, lady, and all the listeners of SASM, How are you?
1: I'm great, and it's, I'm so glad to have you with us because this is a very important discussion. We'll obviously have it from a young person's point of view.
2: Indeed, it's quite a very uh, wonderful, uh, exciting discussion. Also, taking up its Freedom Day today. Mm,
1: definitely, yes. we, we have also on the line Ramolosi uh, Sitwani, who is an international relations and diplomacy graduate from the University of the Free State. Ramolosi, good evening.
2: Good How
1: are you, I'm well. Look, it's so good to have you guys with us. Um, Tepo, tell us first about what Activate uh, Change Drivers actually is.
2: Okay, so Activate Change Drivers is a national network of over 2,000 young people in South Africa driving change in their organizations, their communities, as well as the world of work. Hmm. So it's actually an organization that has aimed at organizing young people and synergizing youth development. They're viewing young people from all walks of life out in exciting projects. But if they're organized into a network, they change the change that they're they, yeah, working on promoting in South Africa will have a meaningful impact through reports and waves of systematic change. Mm. So it capacitates us young people and also organizes us into a network so that we get to collaborate as well through the project that, we are, that we're involved in as young
1: people. Right. And then these Mbezos that you've set up, um, I think let's talk specifically about the one that was held in the free state, looking at, at um, active citizenry. What was the, why, why set that up, and did you get a reaction? Did you get um, a room full of young people that wanted to have this discussion?
2: Okay, so while... Yeah. The,
3: the, okay, sorry. Hello?
2: Mm. Oh, yeah, the, the, the people of the Invisos, they were fascinated by Mr. of time the purpose to spark dialogue around active citizenry. Hmm. The, the whole idea wasn't around having a room full of young people, but to advance the course for active citizenry whereby young people are leading from the front with regard to civic, uh, civic engagement. Hmm. So that uh, the whole rationale or the reason behind the individuals around putting young people into a room, raising their views around how do we, how do they lead from the front with regards to active citizenship. Since our democracy is what we call a multi-party democracy, that requires active citizenship participation.
1: Yeah, Ramoloti, so you facilitated the discussion.
2: Yeah, well, um, I was part of the organizing team, so we had um, a few of our Members of the network who facilitated the, the
1: actual dialogue. And what are the themes that you covered under active citizenry? So you obviously wanted young people to leave with a clear understanding of what it means to be an active citizen in different, you know, in different parts of their lives.
2: Okay. So one of the themes that we covered was uh, that of reinforcing participatory and quantitative democracy. Mm. So we had invited um, the IUC to come and speak about their role in 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 seeking to reinforce a participatory democracy in South Africa mm. and also other organizations such as the Athlete Management and South African Youth Council.
1: Yeah. I think let's start with the basics, Ramuluz. Um yeah. Because sometimes we take for granted that you know what that people would automatically know what it means to be an active citizen and what we're actually talking about. But do you think we need to begin with defining active citizenry, Ramuluz?
2: Yeah, I think... Uh, for me it's important that we, we recognize that living in a in a in a constitutional democracy that we have rights and we have responsibilities. Sometimes we we overemphasize the rights that we have and we forget that we also have responsibilities as citizens of this country. Mm. So I think that's that's where that's where the, the, the concept of active citizenry comes comes in. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it, it's active citizenry is you understanding your responsibility uh, to your democracy as well. Yeah. But then, Sapo, yeah. I'll tell you my responsibility is to vote in the next municipal elections, and I'm done.
2: Well, on our side, we believe that active citizenry is not just about voting. Mm. There, there, there's a lot of things that come to it, especially on the DMS perspective, since I presented the perspective of the BNF, that in order to also promote active citizenry, companies also need to be part of this because companies are also what we call corporate citizens. Yes. This is where we spoke about the importance of why we need in a, in a transform corporate South Africa. That supports the development of black professionals in the world of work. You have lady who has what it takes to be the captain of a blue-chip blue chip, uh, African investment company. And also calling on the SMME sector as well to be supported because this is the one that is, is victim to this whole issue. Because once SMEs fall victim to the wreck that is happening in the corporate sector in South Africa, it is highly impossible for us to and active, uh, uh, active citizens in our country. Mm. Because companies are also led by individuals who are citizens in the first place. So as much as we encourage citizens in their own capacity to be active, we also need to encourage SMEs, big corporate as well as non-governmental organizations mm. to also be active. But they need to be supported in the process. So so it's not just about voting, but it's also about active decision-making, their voices being heard, because anyone can be active, but it's quite, quite a challenge if there is, if the are not taken seriously as citizens.
1: Mm.
3: That is
2: what we talk, We spoke about, about the importance of supporting SMMEs, so that they also get to become active citizens within their own
1: space. Yeah, and that's speaking to corporate citizens, right? That's that's. I want to still yes. go back to this issue of individuals, especially the younger generation. So, um, you you set up the imb, so you've got students at the University of the Free State taking part in the discussion, and I'm wondering if you know the uh, young people actually um, have a clear vision as to what 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 they want to see. South Africa become when we say you're an active citizen do they understand that there are parameters that 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 they should abide by I mean there's this perception that young people are either uh, not motivated uh, they're also considered as violent when they do protest and make a point so you know how much understanding was actually in the room um, from young people of what it means to be an active citizenry to protect your freedom and by protecting your freedom I mean um, operating within the parameters of a constitution. Ramuluz.
2: Okay. Paul so what came out of, of the discussion is that young people are active in their, in their communities. Mm. Now we need to actively contribute towards changing the narrative. What you've just described as young people in South Africa, mm. young people are not just apathetic, lost as, as they be, as, as they have been commonly described in society.
1: Young people are
2: engaging in society and contributing positively in society. So we need to highlight this. Young people need to to actively contribute towards making sure that their voices are heard in society. Mm. So that is what came out of of the discussion, and and also what what I what I spoke about earlier, recognizing that they have a responsibility. They cannot delegate a responsibility to someone else because someone else might not have their best interests at heart. Right. So it's it's up to young people to ensure that their voices are heard. And it's up to government and the private sector and civil society to ensure that they create an, 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 an enabling environment for young mm. people to mm. to contribute positively and to engage in society
1: positively. Yeah, just just sit on that thought for a minute, Teppel, because I'm going to hear from Gerald. But when I come back, I want to know if you think that those platforms are being created, though. so if there are spaces for young people to make valuable contributions, like you mentioned. But Gerald is on the line from Durban. Gerald, good evening.
0: Hi, Naledi. Yes, thanks for you
1: know, calling. Yeah, just
0: you know, just to add to my comments on active citizenry is mm. to ask basically people of power and politicians to to hold them to account, to mm. ask them the hard questions, mm. the difficult questions about just about you know their performance and you know hold them to account. I mean that's that's what you need to do as an active citizen. But mm. also, you know, there seems to be a, a perception in this country that you know you You can take your uh grievances with government to destroying other people's property To burning government property that's that's certainly not active citizenry mm. and, and if we see there's largely a, a group of people in in the form of the united front and there's a couple of other ngos at the moment that are very unhappy with the way things are going in government and they thinking of taking their uh, uh, um, active citizenry you know maybe in the form of peace or process, but it has to be, you know, in the realm that we're a constitutional democracy. And, mm. if, and if you want to make a constitutional democracy work, then you've got to be responsible. And the greatest responsibility you have is when you go cast your vote. And if you give it away cheaply to people that are dishonest, mm. you're going to end up with the mess that we're in. Mm. So with that active citizenry, we need to, we need to be, hold politicians to account. Hmm. But in the end of the day, we've got to take responsibility for what we get as politicians because politicians do not walk into parliament we give them their ticket
1: right let me ask you something though gerald because you've raised some interesting points and this is something i was going to ask to uh, my guests before you called do you think that those platforms are available i mean if you do you think that south africans have uh, platforms that they really can have honest faith in to say this is where i can go to hold my leaders accountable
0: well i hold politicians regularly check out on radio and this is probably the greatest you know they can't back your questions on radio hmm. I mean I do have a problem with most shows on SAFM that the producers won't put my calls through because they well, I don't know you know maybe they got their jobs through AM, the, 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 the new age or something but they just don't put my calls through but there's no greater place to hold uh, 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 politicians don't like to be called out and caught out so if you catch them out on radio you normally have them st- uh, stuttering and stammering, or if you can, you, you, have, you know, we have a completely free press. You mm. can write what you like. Mm. You, can, you, you can publish, hold politicians to account. And politicians, most politicians don't like a free press. As much as they say they do and they respect it, they don't. Because it's the press that have caught politicians out for hundreds of years. Mm. Not only in our country, in all countries. Yeah. They've caught them out time and time again. So that's your active citizenry, but you don't get in a dispute with government and go set a chain a lot or get in a, a dispute with your neighbor and go, uh, you know, smash his door down. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, we're in a constitutional democracy yeah. and the way that you you take. You need to take responsibility for the politicians
1: we've got. Mm, yeah, Gerald. Thanks so much. You've made some really interesting points and I, um, I, I like the point that you've made about also using platforms like mainstream media to get to hold leaders to account, to ask those really difficult questions. Because we're listening. We put you in power. Answer the questions. Tell us what you're doing with resources or whatever it is. Um, action is, is is on the line from the Free State. Action. Good evening. Action. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes. Thanks for calling. Yes. I
2: think I I, I agree with the, the the previous call. Gerald. Mm. That uh, having been granted the, the rights to participate as uh, citizens and be active, but uh, we must uh, also be ensure that uh, we respect and uphold legislative and executive decision. Uh, Does it may be argued that by us being encouraged to, to participate... Hold in on, action, is your phone on speaker? Is and action,
1: and is your phone on speaker? Yes, yes, it's on. Yeah, please take it off speaker and put it close to your mouth, then we can hear you clearly. <laughs> yes, action.
2: Okay. I'm saying that as, as, as citizen of the country, we need also to... Uh, to, to, to respect the constitution of the country mm. and ensure that whatever we do whatever dissatisfaction or dissenting used as in the review regarding the executive, we need to always respect and and don't uh, we don't need to step on the toes of those uh, in power
3: mm.
1: so not to in step on sense,
2: the toes of may be seen as a process of deepening and consolidating democracy. Rather than just uh, overheading it, so public uh, participation process will strengthen and further democratize the institution of democracy and participatory democracy. Not necessarily a new or different, but it's the strengthening or expansion of a formal representative democracy to include greater level of participation by civil okay. society
1: action, let so me ask you something you L- let me come in there action. And,
2: uh, by, uh, ADP, by being active citizens
1: okay, I, need to, I need to ask you something because you you made points and I, I want to have a discussion with you you've talked about um active citizenry being something that should also be careful not to step on the toes of leaders what do you mean by that and what what constitutes stepping on a leader's toes action uh,
2: those who will uh, take it to street without uh, maybe applying the necessary legislation because when you take it to street i think that there is uh, something that you need to apply for section four so people will just go there without necessarily doing each step uh, to, to 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 voice out their issues so that's what i mean
1: yeah, but that's 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 either flouting the law or disregarding, um, you know, legislative processes. I'm trying to understand how that becomes stepping on the toes of leaders. Because what we're talking about is your responsibility as a citizen to hold leadership accountable, and you're saying be careful not to step on leaders' toes. We
3: All right. can
2: we can only voice uh, out our concerns. Within the confinement of the constitution. Okay. Say that.
1: All right. We we seem to have lost action. It means
2: yeah. that we are stepping on the toes of those in power.
1: All right. Action. Thanks for it calling It
2: that we are personalizing the struggle.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. So thanks for for sharing your views. I'll take more calls. Oh eight nine one one zero four two oh seven. Send me your SMSs on three four seven oh one. My guests have been quiet. We'll get a response from them after this.
0: One, S A F M, South Africa's news and information leader.
1: It's the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We celebrate Freedom Day and we look at active citizenry. So the role that you and I should be playing in upholding our freedom and our democracy. Give me a call, 0891104207. Send me your SMS to the number 34701. Still with Sepo Maboya and uh, Ramulodzi Sutwane, who were both part of the Activate Change Drivers in Bezo. On active citizenry. Tapo, you've heard the the, the, the callers' responses. Um, Gerald talked about the need for us to hold um, leadership accountable. And Action, on the other hand, says yes, hold leadership accountable, but be careful not to step on anyone's toes. What do you say?
3: Yes.
2: Well, I fully agree with what Action and Gerald both said, and this is where about informed active citizenry. Mm. There's something you said before that the two callers' calls are around whether they are platforms. Now, as you know, our constitution makes provision for Chapter 89 institutions, and there are also civil society organizations that exist, that are established with the purpose of organizing citizens in order to hold our leaders accountable. Mm. Now, what we need to do in South Africa is that not all citizens are informed. As you know, that not all people are also, also have formal education and have access to these platforms. The platforms exist, but what we need to do is to to try to go to, at the grassroots level, which is what Activation Travers is doing around mobilizing young people from even grassroots levels like Jan Kendo, to, to be part of the network. Mm. It's the same thing we need to do so that all citizens know that when they hold the government accountable, red right, and uh, measures have been put into place. Now with regards, with regards to holding our leaders accountable, there, there are planning processes that did happen before our leaders put laws into effect. In municipalities, we have your IDP. Hmm. Before elections, our leaders get to come and campaign for us to vote for them. Now, after voting for them, there are structures in place that exist. That's where you can hold them accountable and not just uh, bend tires as Gerald in action. Yes. Said. Now, the, the, the last issue I want to raise is the one of, is the issue of um, is the issue of land. There's something we're we're adding this around the land question. For <laughs> that should we take the land unconstitutionally or constitutionally? And one of the speakers said something very profound, that we have a constitution in place, and we cannot just take land without following proper procedures. Hmm. There's what you call the your communal land rights act, your your land claims called which are in place. Those are the channels that you can use in order to acquire land legally. The same we can use with regards to accountability. We have the public protector, and all of us business we also need to understand that each and every one of us are also public protectors in our own right. Mm. hence it's important to follow the right procedures in order to hold our leaders accountable and not just act like an angry society because once we do that this country will be leaderless and there'll be anarchy in the process
1: mm. all right Temba's on the line from bloom Temba, good evening
2: good evening and uh, good evening to the panel yes Yes, first I would also religion, like to yeah. acknowledge um, hmm. Hoto and, uh, Chayapo Chayapo for their and in, Yes, hmm. for their insightful views on the subject matter, especially on uh, the active citizenship. Hmm. And then, having now to pick up from what Chepo just to regarding the um, responsibility of those who are, um, who their task is, in fact, to ensure that. There's change in our communities under the umbrella of this active citizenship that mm. we are responsible uh, relating to the improvement that he, uh, he mentioned, like the Public Protector, Human Rights Commission, and other uh, institutions which speaks to our constitutional democracy to say as active as citizens of the country. Mm. We ought to take also the responsibility to, to ensure that as we then raise these issues of ensuring uh, that our uh, government is held accountable, we are aware of the instruments to be utilized. Right. That even when we enter into protest, our protest must be responsible, you understand? Mm. That we do not find uh, where we, we, situations where tires are bent, we, uh, we are complaining about the road, but we've been a laboratory. Mm. You understand yeah that's that's what uh, the essence of responsibility uh, relates to yeah no no so, uh, to, yes tambo yes i'm listening
1: i'm listening no no i was i thought you were are you done
2: no no i'm not i'm not okay to further <laughs> again <I re-emphasize. laughs> mm. your two guests have given us clarity have given us an insight a very good insight and then we must uh, uh, comment this organization that they refer to effectively because i'm also part of it for them to be able to be in this space of ensuring that there's greater awareness among the young people mm. on issues relating to their communities.
1: Yeah, Tamba, all very valid points. Thank you so much for, for for adding value to our discussion. I'll take more calls on 0891104207. You. Ramulati, you've been quiet for a while. Um, yes. you know what yes. what is what is really good about this conversation is um, Tamba's been able to do it as well. Talk about the various uh, platforms and spaces that are available for us to one, hold leadership accountable and protects our our democracy and freedom. Um, so we've talked about the spaces now the question is are young South Africans aware of um, some of the, the opportunities that are available for them to be active citizens or do we need to start from square one and educate young people firstly on the constitution and then the spaces that are available for them to be active citizens after they've cast their vote
2: I think we, we need to I think this the, the question you asked speaks directly to the question of 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 the curriculum at at our schools. Mm. What are we teaching our children at, at at schools? If we are not teaching them about active citizenry, about things that that affect them directly, the education is not speaking to to their situations. It's not speaking to their conditions. Mm. So we should be speaking about these things. We should be teaching our children about the constitution from from from, from school level. We should be teaching them. About these things from school level, not just uh, like delegate the responsibility to someone else at, at the institutions of higher learning to say, no, they learn about these things there. So I think currently, there, I, I do not feel, to, to a personal view, I do not feel that there's, there's enough that is being done uh, on the side of of, of government to, cheat, to teach young people about the constitution, uh, to, to to teach them about. How they can contribute actively hmm. in society, and and this has been a role that has been played mainly by by uh, the civil civil society. And I think it's a concern for me to say, uh, if if young people are able to, are to be uh, positive contributors in in the into the public realm, it is the responsibility of government, of the private sector, not just of civil society, of all these uh, sectors in society to ensure that we recapacitate young people and we empower them with the right knowledge so that they contribute positively.
3: Yeah, So we just, cannot,
2: cannot just expect them to automatically contribute positively if we have not created an environment where they, they could learn how they can contribute positively. Into
1: society. You know, last night, Ramoloti, right here on the talk shop, I spoke to um, the organisers of the School Democracy Week. So... You know, the whole of this week up until the 30th, there are campaigns that are happening in in schools across the country to educate them on on the constitution, on local uh, government in the upcoming elections and, of course, their responsibility um, as, as voters of the future. So whether or not the work is being done is enough is a question, is a debate that we can have. But I'm I'm now questioning this point that we make around constantly pointing at government and saying government isn't doing enough to make us active citizens. Um, At what point do we stop saying they need to make us active citizens and and understand that um, those platforms need to be created by ourselves as well? Tepo, I don't know if you want to weigh in on that one.
2: Okay, let me weigh in. Oh, mm. This is what happens is that there are platforms available, as I said earlier. Mm. Now, the only way of us to stop seeing saying the government is not doing this. and that is The moment they try to ensure that they reach to even people at grassroots level, we have a digital divide situation. Now, one of the most important custodians of our uh, participated democracy, IEC, has a mobile app. And not every young South African can access that app. Mm. Now, what now needs to happen is that it's about time we had the IEC going to a ground group level. One of the things was said by one of the members of the IEC when we were doing diesel. They get more funding from the government when it's elections and after elections, they don't get enough budget. Now, that tells you that as soon as you only budget for them when it's elections, how will we succeed in promoting active, active citizenry? Mm. Government needs to start being consistent in empowering us about our rights and our rights to vote and not just saying, talk about the right to vote when you go to municipal elections or the national elections. It must be done on a continuous basis. Mm. And once we do that, we are in a position to now capacitate all citizens from all walks of life to know about their rights. Mm. Now, the moment all of us are fully capacitated, then it will be in our hands to, to carry the baton forward and no longer say, now from the government is not doing this and doing that. And one of the ways of us doing that is if my can also join activation
1: drivers. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I must also join Activate Change Drivers. Is Thank that to, Teppo? Yep. I must also join. Do you know that I joined, uh, anyway, I joined Activate back in 2012, actually, just to let you know. Um, but let's, that's, that's a discussion for another day. Let, let's move towards wrapping this up. Uh, Tepo, we just had Freedom Day. What should each South African be thinking of or or, or wanting to move towards actioning? Um, on Freedom Day and afterwards?
2: What every South African needs to think about when it comes to an important day, this is that we are the custodians of our democracy, as of our constitutional democracy. And it's of paramount importance that we champion active citizenry and also becoming for and making informed choices. Mm. And one of the things we need to understand is that in, in order to, champion active citizenry, we need to make our choices. Mm. Some of the choices may may not be pleasing to the powers that be, but at the end of the day, it is in the interest of every South African. And we must take into cognizance that in order to move our country forward, it must not only when you go to the ballot boxes to cast our votes, it must be in all the spaces where we have an influence. In the non-governmental sector, in the public sector, as well as the private sector. None but ourselves. Can move our country forward it must not only say because we're in the 22nd 22nd anniversary of our democracy Mm. but it must be beyond for our future generation
1: yeah definitely a few SMS's have come in Uh, one that says you perpetuate the most unjust inequality then you want us to yell freedom while you oppress SMMEs it's a joke another one that says our government undermines our intelligence and dictates to us Um, that one is from Pagamisa that SMS there Last thoughts from you, Ramolod.
2: Yeah, I think it's it also speaks to what Speed uh, is speaking about. We have a responsibility as young people to move the country forward, mm. and that responsibility lies on our shoulders. We cannot expect anyone else to do things for us. It It, it is up to us to ensure that we contribute positively into the public realm and that we move South Africa forward. In 1976, young people took it upon themselves to challenge the harsh conditions that they were facing under apartheid and mm. and they defeated apartheid and they brought about a democratic dispensation. That is one thing that, that they will be remembered for. What is it that we, we as young people of today want to be remembered for? What is it that we want to contribute as people into, 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 into society?
1: Yeah. Amolot, such yeah. a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks so much for your time.
2: Thank you, Naledi.
1: Tappo, thanks to you as well. Thank you very much, Nalini. Great. So, Fram Moloti Setwane is, uh, is an international relations and diplomacy graduate from the University of the Free State. He is with Activate Change Drivers and a member of the Black Management Forum. Um, and he is a, an, a, a youth activist speaking to us about freedom and active citizenry.